Hey friends, I got invited to do a YouTube video with an awesome wellness coach named Apollonia Cross. She's the founder of Plan Her Way to Fit Wellness Academy. And so many gems were dropped that I felt like I wanted to share it with my listeners as well. So this episode will be a little bit different, but I hope you guys enjoy it. I started my business not knowing anything about marketing on social media, but I knew I needed to figure it out pretty quick if I didn't want my business to fail. So I dove in headfirst to figure out all of the things to make my business successful. Follow me on my journey as I seek to learn from other powerhouse moms in business. This is Kelly Thompson, mindset and marketing coach for visionary female entrepreneurs looking to position their genius for profitability. Welcome to the Genius in You podcast. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Apollonia Cross. And today I am wanting to bring on a special guest speaker for Plan and Chat, Miss Kelly Thompson. And we're going to be talking about how we are focusing on creating healthier marketing tips to help you through the holiday season. So I am so excited. So if I kind of already gave a little bit of an intro, but I'd love for you got you to go ahead and just share yourself before we go ahead and get into a few questions to discuss today's topic. So go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So again, my name is Kelly Thompson and I help women basically create wealth. I help them create a signature offer using the genius they already have and packaging it in such a way to attract high ticket clients without constantly posting 24 seven and being chained to social media, which is kind of a a process that I had to learn myself. Cause when I first started in business, I felt like I was chained to social media. Like that was the only way for me to get clients. And that's what I did. And I learned from that experience. And since then kind of came up with a different system that works a lot more effectively without getting burnt out. Right. And I love that because that, you know, social media overwhelm and burnout is so real. And it really, you know, unfortunately, it's not healthy for our mental and emotional and spiritual health or our physical health, but also it affects, ends up affecting our home life. And when we get burnt 100%. out of that, it affects our business, which affects our financial and home life even more. Um, so the first question I have for you is like, what inspired you to get started helping women market their businesses in the first place? Yeah, that's a really good question. Like I kind of mentioned a little bit, um, I, you know, I ha- anytime you're an entrepreneur, there's kind of a learning curve, right? You know, there's a lot of things that you kind of have to figure out on your own, right? You, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying, right? <laughs> so you, you kind of start out with one thing and it kind of turns into something else. <clears throat> Excuse me. So for me, my journey kind of started when my oldest daughter got engaged. Um, I obviously knew she was going to eventually kind of grow up and and move out of the house and do all those things and the things that you want hope your kids to do, right? Like you want them to move out, right? Am I right? Just me? right. Nope. Everyone. Like the goal is for them to be able to be productive citizens. <laughs> Right. So, you know, even though I knew that it really just kind of hit me how quickly time was going by because I was like, wait, how am I old enough to have someone that's like getting engaged? That's, that was crazy to me. And so it really kind of made me start thinking, like, what do I want to do going forward? You know, I mm-hmm. felt like God had a call in my life for me to do something entrepreneurial. Um, and so I did. I, I we came we went on a trip actually in her 
boyfriend, now husband, had had proposed to her. And when we got back, one of the first things I did was, um, one, obviously start planning the wedding with her, but also really kind of did a deep dive into figuring out what it was that I wanted to do with Mm -hmm. my life, you know, in terms of being an entrepreneur and things like that. So I kind of started out with copywriting because, not copywriting, blogging, because that was something, writing was something I was always very passionate about. So I did blogging for a while and then that kind of morphed into copywriting and I was doing that and I was I was excited about it. It was something I felt passionate about and I really enjoyed it. You know, like when you always kind of had an idea in your mind of something that you want to do and you're finally doing it, you're pretty excited about it. Right. And so that's kind of where I was. I was really happy, but I had a challenge. I wasn't able to get clients. You know, I was getting a slow trickle of people that wanted to pay me money. And the goal was to get people to pay me money for what I was good at, you know? So Mm -hmm. I was getting people and I was getting great testimonials and people were enjoying it and everything, but it was really hard. So I kind of did a deep dive into marketing and really wanted to figure out a better way, not the, you know, the social media way, but like media has been in existence for years and years and years before social media, it was TV. I mean, obviously we still have TV, but radio and newspaper and all of that stuff, right? Like we all Mm -hmm. used to see ads. So I kind of did a deep dive to really trying to figure out like what were other people doing before social media was invented? And so I figured out some things and I implemented them and it worked. And I told some friends and it worked for them. And so then I realized that there was a real need for, um, Someone to kind of come alongside moms specifically because we're busy. Anyone busy? Who's busy, right? You're busy, right? So really just a need to help moms use their genius, the things they already know to create a business that makes them money and be able to, you know, get clients consistently without being chained to social media. And so I pivoted my business based on that information and I've been doing um, marketing coaching ever since. Awesome. And I love that that it it like stemmed from inspiration of this like awaking moment of you being a mom with your daughter and then be like, okay, what do I, I, something needs to change. Like time went by fast. Like I was thinking like my son is in high school. uh, He's a freshman. And then kind of fast forwarding, thinking how soon my, my husband and I got together and then had a child. Like literally that's like, seven years from now i'm like i'm not ready like what right was back then but yeah it's yeah. you're never ready and that that was kind of you know it, it really hit me i was like wait a minute because you're you're busy you're a mom you're doing the thing right you're you're busy you're in the day-to-day of it you're mm-hmm. you know hey i gotta take this one here i got and i homeschool so it's like all right i gotta help you with math i gotta help you do this i gotta all right let me do this let me do that so you're busy doing all the things and then you look up one day and you're like wait how old are you guys you're gonna right. wait a minute you know what i mean and that's kind of what happens because as moms we wear so many hats we do so many things it's easy to kind of get lost and forget that you too have or may you may have another mission in your mm-hmm. life um, for you to pursue in addition to being a great mom. Right. And then finding that healthy balance. And especially with honestly, you know, we've always known that social media was going to take off and a, provide a new opportunity for moms to be able to join the workforce or, you know, just be able to produce income, which that's this is the the amazing age in my mind of the Proverbs thirty one woman like man yes. like this this yes. is really at. like yes it's time for all of us to rise and embrace that of what who we're to be but it can be very challenging and very overwhelming um, with having to juggle 
this all at the same time. So how how are you doing this? Because you said you homeschool four kids like that. Nope. I. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm, yes, it's a calling. Just like, listen, there are a lot of people that look at, you know, women, moms as entrepreneurs and they're like, wait, how are you? I know I have friends that are moms that are like, what are you, how are you doing that? Like, how are you doing, you know, podcast interviews and helping clients and, you know, doing YouTube lives, <clears throat> things like that when you have kids. If it's something that you really want to do, you figure out, right? That's right. what you do. So yeah. for me, um, like I said, I was kind of struggling with, okay, what is it that I want to do? Here's this thing that I have that I really enjoy but someone's telling me that I need to be posting on social media 24 seven to mm -hmm. be able to get clients. Cause that was kind of the next iteration. So I did my deep dive and I was like, all right, well, these things that I'm doing are working. But prior to that, I had been kind of, I, I say like suckered almost into thinking that what I need to be doing is showing up on every platform all the time, mm -hmm. posting three to five to 10, thousand times a day. That yes. was not something that I wanted to sign up for. You know, like you and I were talking a little bit before um, the live that the people that are kind of saying this, I think a lot of them, they have teams that are helping them. But mm -hmm. certainly if you're a mom trying to raise your family, like you don't have time to see, well, I'm going to post what five times a day. Are you crazy? Like, I have to remember you know, to take a shower and brush my teeth. Like, right. <laughs> Let's keep it real. You know, right. you we know? do our best. We in every aspect, we do our absolute best. But building a business from scratch is like raising a family from scratch. Yes, ma'am. And I totally understand why people say, why the gurus say you need to post five to 10 times a day, make sure you're posting every day, show up on every platform. I get why they say that because the social media in general, the internet is so saturated with information. We have mm -hmm. so much information from so many different people. So if you really do want to have a hope, if this is your strategy to build your business and you want to have a chance of your ideal clients finding you, yes, ma'am, you will have to post 50 times a day, show up on every platform and do all of the things if you want to make sure that you're seen by that right client that is at that moment ready to buy. Because truly they would have to be at that moment ready to buy. Mm. Otherwise, you have to continuously put out content. So when they are finally at that moment, they'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that lady. She was selling whatever, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's not necessarily the best way. So for me, I had done all that. I was posting. I did that. I, I would take my weekends and I would record reels and I would post a reel every single day for months. I did that every single day. And I was, and I was posting carousels and I was posting static posts and I was doing stories and all of those things, but I wasn't getting clients. So I really kind of boiled it all down to like three basic steps, three really simple steps that anyone can, can use in, in my, um, in my, I call it a blueprint, right? It's called the align to attract blueprint. So the first step, as you know, as women, you may have an idea, like you're told, you know, you got a niche down, you got a niche down. And I totally agree with that. But that doesn't mean that you don't have other passions and other things that you have in your mind that you may want to, you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. So you have all this kind of information of all these things that you want to do as your business, but you really need to kind of focus on the one thing you want to promote at that moment. So the first thing that I kind of mm -hmm. help people do is magnetize their messaging because mm -hmm. 
if you're not 100% clear on what you want to do, if you're like afraid, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get it wrong, or if you're like, well, maybe this price is too high, or if it's too low, or you're out there creating a lot of freebies to try and attract people, and you're not 100% sure on what you want to do, that uncertainty shows up in your messaging. So um, what's it saying? A confused mind says no. So if you're trying to market to someone, and they're not 100% clear on what you do, um, and don't know what you're what you're really kind of selling, they're not going to buy from you. You under, understand what I'm saying? Does anyone mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about? Right? Right? Yeah. So then magnetizing your messaging is really just getting clear on what I call the four questions, which is who you help, how you help, the problem you solve, and what makes your service special. And when you kind of people kind of go through my program on this Align to Attract, you understand how to magnetize your message because you've clarified your position now, right? Now you know who you're going to target, how you're going to help them, and what you're going to offer. So that's the first step. The second step is, is the visibility attraction formula. Visibility attraction formula, I simply teach you how to get in front of those clients, of the audience that would really consider your offer to be valuable. It's really that simple. Make sure that you're in front of that audience and be in front of them in such a way that they are prepared and positioned to buy from you. Just being able to get in front of the people that are really going to want to consider your service valuable, right? So that implies that the service you have is valuable. So another thing that I work on with my clients anyway, is to make sure your service is valuable. And then the last step in my formula is packaging for profit. So you know how you get this idea in your head that you have to keep posting or not, it, you don't get the idea. People tell you that you have to post, 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 right? That's not enough to articulate your offer in a way that makes it valuable, right? right. So you, there, you could have a really great offer. Like you, if you can have a really great offer, but if you're not able to articulate it in such a way that your ideal client will resonate with it and go, Oh, this is the thing that's going to change my life. This is what I need, right? If you can't articulate your offer, because you don't get paid in the market for your offer per se, you get paid for how you articulate that offer, right? Mm -hmm. So I can have the best thing in the world, but if I don't tell you, if I don't make you understand how this is going to change your life, it really will not matter to you, right? So it really is about articulating the right, the way your expertise in such a way that resonates with your clients. And by doing that, you're able to get off the content creation hamster wheel, as I call it, because now you've packaged your offer in a way that makes sense. It's not overwhelming and people connect with it and they want to buy from you. Got the holiday season coming up and Everybody, you know, Q3 is all about hitting those end of year goals, right? Hitting, uh, <clears throat> growing sales, but also trying to make sure you spend time with the family. Um, and especially if you're a one woman show, it it can it's be hard. That's Absolutely. And, you know, one thing I'll say to that, too, is. You know, we also kind of get caught up on this idea of we need to have more followers. We'll get more followers. Like I'll post content and get more followers. And the reality is that followers do not equal buyers. Let me say it again for the people in the back. Man. Followers do not equal buyers, right? So if your goal is to try and keep increasing your content um, output because you're hoping to get more and more followers, that really isn't the best way to leverage social media in terms of growing your revenue, right? The, 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 um, the goals are different. Are we trying to grow followers? Or are we trying to grow revenue? If it's revenue, then putting out, you know, random pieces of content often is not going to get you there. And just like what you said, Apollonia, like really focusing on taking the time to really do some research into who your ideal client is.
Don't just post content just to post content or post content that you think maybe will resonate. Like you have to be very intentional. I mean, especially as a mom who's busy and going into this holiday season, if your goal is to really get the most bang for your buck, you know what I'm saying? Like get the most um, return on your investment. You really, really, really need to focus and hone in on who you are speaking to. That would be the, the thing that I would advise going into this next quarter like if you have certain revenue goals, know who you're talking to, because that's the way that you're going to be able to increase your revenue. Like narrowing your focus and honing in on your message is the quickest way for you to be able to connect with the people that will actually buy your service. So maybe take a pause, do some research and figure out who you help and how you help and what makes you unique. There's, you know, there's, there's no strategic advantage in lowering your price and competing on price. Because then the, the lowest price is going to win, right? So if you're like, it's a race to the bottom, as I heard somebody say. So mm. lowering your prices is not the answer. That's not the solution. What you need to do is create some kind of an offer, some kind of a package that's going to cause people to be like, oh, I really want that. Like if it's, you know, oh, I'm offering a, a coaching plan that's going to help you, you know, set goals and be able to do the things you need to do in 30 days or less. Okay, that's great. There might be a lot of people that are offering that. What makes yours different and what can you package on top of that to make it something that stands out and resonates with people? Because otherwise it's just like, okay, what's the difference between Apollonia's program and JoJo's program? Like mm -hmm. this one's cheaper. I'm going to go with JoJo. You know what I mean? So you really have to be intentional about who you're serving. So get clear on your message and don't think that lowering your prices is the way to get there. When we're talking about, you know, trying to make sure that we're marketing and being able to make the right customer and being able to maximize sales, like you're, we're actually doing a disservice by dropping our prices and increasing 100%. our work. Yes. I know for me, that was a mindset shift I had to really realize and still, you know, that takes some time to kind of rework, right? It, it absolutely does. Yeah. I had a, um, a client actually, she had an amazing service, really, really valuable, like life-changing service. And we kind of worked her offer to make it like super, super like awesome. And she, um, when we came to price point, I was like, okay, so what do you want to charge for this? And she gave me some price point that was like super low. And I was like, wow, you know, that's, what makes you think like it really is a mindset set shift that you could have something that's that could be potentially not life changing, but you're willing to charge next to nothing. And her response was, well, it's not rocket science. Like people know this stuff. And one of the things I think that really kind of um, holds entrepreneurs back from being really like walking in their power and their purpose is that we tend to undervalue our own knowledge. We kind of think that, well, because we already know it then everyone knows it, you know, mm. and that's absolutely not the case. There's plenty of people that are um, less further along than you in your journey, in their journey, that would love to have the information that you have and that knowledge that you have. So just thinking that, you know, what we have isn't good enough and we, maybe I shouldn't charge that. That's, that's a lie. That's a lie from the enemy. And that's not something that we should even put and like you said, though, it is definitely a mindset thing. You have to get to that point where you recognize the value that you provide the market. Like you yourself are, you're a valuable person, no matter what, outside of your market, but just your offer, you want to make sure that your offer is valuable and being able to articulate that to the market is really kind of the secret sauce. Yeah. And I love that you said like, because there is, there's so much unworking that a lot of people don't realize really needs to happen. And 
your your mental and emotional state has a major effect on your business when we're not in a healthy state. We tie our worth to our offers right. and our businesses. Yes. And then that can cause yes. another thing. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like even, you know, I, I, I myself and I know others, you know, especially when I was kind of back learning all of the things about posting on social media, you would kind of wake up and you're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do this and this for my business. And you're like all excited. And then you post a couple of pieces of content and you don't get the engagement that you wanted, or you don't get, you know, the followers that you wanted. Mm-hmm or whatever it may be. And you know, what does it happen? It kind of brings your mood down. You're like, oh man, this isn't working. And you start feeling bad and you start feeling stressed and like, well, what am I supposed to do next? And you get overwhelmed and it kind of spirals. And then before you know it, your day's ruined and you're yelling at your kids. It's, it's such an unhealthy place to be. So I really, really love that you, you stated how important it is for us to make that distinction. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're you're articulating the value of the program. Like you have to be in this mental state of like, you know, the value of the program, you understand the worth in the transformations. Right. And shifting that onto specific valuable content, your audience is going to come to you more than you having to put out all of this content, burning your wheels. Yes. You need to have valuable content over an extended period of time just to continuously grant new people. But the whole five, 10 posts a day on 20 different platforms that they keep creating new ones, like for social media and stuff like that for us to market and all of that, that's no. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. And, you know, just exactly what you said, just being also aware of your capacity, right? Like, we have in our mind that we need to work harder, right? Like, have you ever heard, like, you need to work hard, you need to work hard. Like, have you heard that before? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if if hard work was the only thing that led to wealth creation and being a successful business owner, then you'd have a lot more wealthy uh, construction workers, landscape mm-hmm. artists, um, you know, house cleaners, things like that. Cause those people work super hard. Right. Right. But are they wealthy? Not necessarily. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not about working hard. It's about working smarter and mm-hmm. knowing your, um, your, where you, your boundaries, right. Just like you were saying, like, you know, your worth is not reflected in the success of, a piece of content that you posted or mm-hmm. how many clients you got on, uh, you know, in that month, like that doesn't reflect your worth. Your worth is not from that. Right. So just being aware and being able to separate those two and not think that, okay, I'm doing all these things and it's still not working. Oh, my life is a mess. Right. Like mm-hmm. those things don't work. So just having healthy boundaries and healthier ways to think about your business and your life in general, you know, and being able to separate that is really a big thing for entrepreneurs. Cause we get so like, we're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And we get so excited and we want to, you know, do all the things. And it's a lot. Like when you think about all the things you have to do as an entrepreneur, it is a Email list, graphic yes. design, yes. video editing. Like, right. Did you, like when you started, did you, did you come in thinking, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to learn how to be, I'm going to have to be a graphic designer. I'm going to learn how to create emails. I'm going to, learn to figure out my back end, my CRM, and I'm going to have to invoicing. And like, you don't come into it thinking that way. You come into it thinking, oh, I got a gift. 
and I want to help and I want to share. And then you're like, whoa, right. That's a lot, right? <laughs> right. It's like that gift that you get on Christmas day and you're like, oh my God, it's so big. And then you're like, uh, it's got 17 million pieces and you got to put it together. <laughs> right. This is what God talks about. Like, it's not about being at the top of the mountain. It's about the journey. 100% that mm. preach because if you can learn to enjoy the journey and understand that each milestone that you hit is teaching you something about yourself and mm -hmm. your business, like mm -hmm. that, that's winning. That is when you win right there. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. right. It's a journey. But then when you finally realize like, no, I'm in this for the long game. So it don't matter how long it takes me to figure this out. I'm going to work through it. I'm going to figure this out, but I am going to embrace the journey continue to grow and evolve as things change and get better and get better. And that is the best way that you're going to be able to approach this. And so you may not necessarily be prepared this holiday season, but what can you learn with the video marketing and things that you've been able to do this holiday season? What can you learn now that you can try to rework maybe during your spring launch? No. Right. And one of the things I teach in my program is to teach um, women how to have a virtual event. So it's a shortened event. And for those virtual events, it's kind of like you have an audience of people that have already expressed some level of interest in what you have to offer. So it's different than just constantly pumping out content to try and get random people to kind of like what you have to offer or, you know, start following you. You know, once you have an opt uh, a um, opt in for a virtual event that shows like oh okay I'm really interested in what you're going to be talking about you know in this virtual event and those clients end up converting at a much better level. At the end of the day, we're all looking for connection and relationship and community. So what better way to use a virtual event to host a um you know something to right kind of gather your audience give them promote some your value offer. yeah definitely promote your offer yeah and that's a great way as a one and a done <clears throat> type of a thing yeah especially yeah. for us moms we're trying to maximize yes. our potential for our time because yes. it's so much more valuable to be able to get like 20 birds with one stone than it is 100 one yeah. And that's the, that's the advantage of the virtual events, <clears throat> because like you said, it's, it's 20 or 30 people as opposed to, you know, one, one person reading your social media posts and going, Oh, I'm going to have to follow that person or I'll save that and come back to it later. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a better way to market your service if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my last question and then we'll close on out. And thank you so mm -hmm. much for your time. We've, we've had a lot of nuggets on here. So I hope you guys are watching live and enjoyed our conversation. But so the last question that I have for you is what are some tips that you would give to mompreneurs who are in the preparing season for the holiday season? What are the, the top three tips or nuggets that you'd give to them to help them level up their marketing, which I kind of think you did, but like specifically for the holidays, because we are like in crunch time. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 for sure. So what would be that? Yeah, I, I would say the number one thing would be to get your mess messaging more clear. Like if your goal is to truly increase your revenue for this season, 
you don't want to say there's everyone is marketing now, right? This is like you said, it's crunch time. Everyone's out here trying to like meet their year end goals. So what is it that's going to make you different? And that's the thing that you want to focus on um, in your marketing, right? So number one, I would say clarify your messaging. Who are you talking to? Because you have a much higher conversion rate if you are speaking to the people that want and need your offer. I can say, hey, everybody, I got this thing. Or I can say, hey, you three people, this is what I have. Is it something you're interested in? So that would be the first step would be to make sure you clarify your messaging. Second thing is I would say, stop lowering your prices. <laughs> like stop lowering your prices. Stop doing it. Your time is valuable. So don't do it. A much better way instead of lowering your prices is trying to figure out what else you can offer, what else you can add to that offer to make it something that's like, oh my goodness, I have to have it right? Because there is no end to the race to the bottom. You will not be successful if that's your goal. Stop lowering your prices, figure out the thing that is going to um, help people see the value in what you're doing instead of lowering your prices. And then the third thing is I would say have a strategy to get leads that does not include you burning out on social media. And actually I'd offer a, th a fourth one, join my masterclass <laughs> so you can figure out a better way to get leads. So that would be my fourth bonus tip. And that's great because there's, there's a lot there, like period point blank, there's a lot to learn and you know, things are not as simple as back in the day of having like a bake sale. <laughs> you right. Know, yeah. It's not as simple as that anymore. And so being more aware of that and then also like being aware uh, and realistic of the time and the value on your time. Yes. I feel like oh, moms, I say it all the time. We struggle with our value and our worth and our time mm. so much, yeah. um, so much because everything else seems to need us versus. Us. Yeah. Keep your prices, you know, commensurate with the, with the value that you provide. And that might be a mindset shift that you have to think about what value you actually provide. Maybe ask some other people the value because we are notorious for undervaluing our own knowledge. So create a signature offer, find out the value, the true value, and really doing some market testing to find out like what people would um, pay for whatever it is that you're doing. And then just be consistent, you know, keep showing up because someone once said you have to endure long enough to be discovered. Don't kind of give up because it's not working or it's not working the way you want it to, whatever. This is a long game. It's going to take a little bit, right? But there are ways and methods that you can use to make it much, much faster um, than burning out on social media. So Mm hmm. Exactly. And then again, just rebuilding that time that you want to spend with your family, with your family. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, Kelly. This was awesome. I enjoyed our call and we had, I had we had kids and dogs popping now in. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, just keeping it real on here. And I love yeah. it, though, because like, yeah, what you're doing with teaching women how to use virtual events. This is that perfect example. And Thank God for how things are because it allows us to be able to create and build a business and being able to still be present and involved in our kids' lives Absolutely. while also still being able to provide an income and for them too. So what you're doing is amazing and valuable. And I really appreciate your time. And for those of you guys who want to connect more with Kelly, um, I'll make sure to post all of her um, information so you can connect with her further. And thank you so much, Apollonia. This has been fun. Again, love hanging yeah. out with you.
This is Kelly Thompson. And if you're a mom who's a coach, consultant, or course creator, join the Align to Attract Masterclass and find out how to position your genius for profitability. Go to aligntoattract.com. Again, aligntoattract.com. Until next time, friends.